0: Do you believe that the SEC has power to potentially bring down Binance?
1: Uh, Binance, they probably do. I mean, it depends what you mean by bring down. It's going to be very interesting. I think we know, you know, where Brian Armstrong and Coinbase stand, right? They certainly want to be a compliant U.S. company, but they also want to be the United States to be a more open regulatory environment.
0: Who do you think Mr. Gensler is coming for next?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um... (laughs) (laughs)
0: welcome back to another episode of girl in the verse the video podcast the place to be if you are new to web3 curious about crypto but you don't want to get too technical i'm your girl my name is melina i'm a content creator here in the web3 space asking all the questions so we can together better understand this technology and how the blockchain will change our lives now before we start this you know, hot topic today. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, comment your questions down below and hit the like button. This not only helps the mighty YouTube algorithm know that you love this content, but it helps me, the content creator, know that you want more of this. So please subscribe, like, and shoot down a question down below. Today, I am joined by Jesse, who has been a practicing attorney for more than 15 years In 2021 and 2022, he had a legal practice dedicated to NFTs and Web3 businesses. And during that time, he hosted clubhouse rooms and Twitter spaces devoted to educating people on the legal issues here in this space. He's also published articles on legal issues in Web3 and has created a free beginner's guide on NFTs and the law. Jesse. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So I guess to get started, right? Um, I'm just going to intro this because it's it's on everyone's mind. Obviously, uh, the, the complete world, I guess, feels like the crypto space has collapsed just a little. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, seems to be on a lawsuit spree. It's hitting major players like Binance and Coinbase, triggering both, I would say, anticipation and concern across the industry and within the Web3 crypto community. Binance uh, was served with a 133-page lawsuit, and within 24 hours, Coinbase followed. Now, both exchanges have allegedly been operating as unregistered brokers, with some tokens on their platforms considered securities. Jesse, how can you, um, or you know, maybe to start, explain to us what's happened here?
1: Yeah, no. So this is, you know, as you said, uh, at least from our, uh, you know, our crypto worldview, this is kind of people view this as the war on on crypto, and Gary Gensler has become the the face of the the evil empire. You know, the the, the United States uh, regulatory uh, body, uh, the SEC, and, and the U.S. government in general being seen as a sort of uh you know out of touch and uh you know overly aggressive in terms of the way it's it's viewing and forcing and regulating crypto. So, you know, this week, as you mentioned, we had two major lawsuits. They are really significant. You know, news moves fast here. Um one against Binance, one against um Coinbase. I think it's actually important to to distinguish those two. I think they're very different in terms of uh, what the SEC is doing and even how, how crypto friendly people might perceive it. Right. Um, so we've been talking about securities and, and, uh, you know, the Howey test has come up, uh, but it came up more than it had in my entire legal career. I've heard it in, you know, what, Web3 and Alaska, I think more, you more you know, than, I, than I've ever heard, um, I think NFT people probably know the Howey test better than most lawyers at this point. And we keep talking about, you know, what's the security? How does it figure into this um, into this world, this, this evolving world that's, uh, you know, partly financial, partly technical. Um, and the SEC, I think, has been relatively slow to react, if anything, or at least patient, right? There has not been, NFTs blew up the last, you know, 24 months. Coinbase has been around for a long time. Binance has been around for a long time and I think people kept wondering why they actually hadn't been you know um, prosecuted. and then once the FTX collapse happened, uh, you know we're starting to see a little more attention there. These are these are both very significant lawsuits first of all. I, I don't you know I, I think we, we will all acknowledge, acknowledge that again. Um, FTX, we had the big FTX lawsuit. Um, but that was on the heels of kind of a major event, right? FTX seemed to be you know something was clearly happening uh, overnight. And, uh, and, and it had obviously of course, a very idiosyncratic founder, but especially once, once something looked like this was problematic, the SEC reacted. These two are both clearly have been thought out and, and been long in the making. And so, like I said, I think we want to distinguish the two. They both involve the, the listing of unregistered securities. So Coinbase and Binance, the, the SEC is basically saying to both of them, um, you need to basically file a bunch of paperwork to continue your work. It's no one's going to jail. You might not even get a fine. Right. They're basically just saying, fill out a bunch of fancy paperwork. This is, and again, security When we normally think of securities, just think stocks. That alone, I don't think is.
0: So I was going to say, you know, the accusations towards CZ and Binance, some of them are pretty criminal.
1: Right. And so that's why I want to separate that. So let's, let's jump to, since you mentioned it, let's talk about um, CZ and Binance. So on top of all that regulatory, boring paperwork stuff, which the SEC is basically saying, fill out a bunch of paperwork, um, uh, The Binance has also been kind of charged with misleading investors about its ability to detect market manipulation and that kind of thing, commingling customer funds. So basically the big thing with Binance is that they're an international company, right? But they also have a company called Binance US. And because of securities laws, they're not allowed to do certain things on their Binance through their Binance U.S. company and marketplace, and um, so U.S. investors can't do everything that someone and that you might be able to do in Canada, or someone might be able to do in Vietnam or um, Egypt or France or anywhere else. Um, and so, but they're saying they basically they, they've been mingling those funds, um, and that reeks of kind of FTX.
0: That's what I was going to say. That that was sort of um, what I was looking at. I was like, oh, they're saying sort of what they were accusing FTX and Sam bankman fried of doing, you know, how many months ago was it? So this is why I feel like, especially in Binance and CZ's case, this is pretty, like this would devastate, I think, the entire crypto community if this were to be true.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I think it could. And that's why I think I'm I'm curious, you know, obviously, I know the crypto people are very defensive, but um, most people thought that the FTX lawsuit was in some form, pro, an appropriate regulatory action. And in this case, again, we have accusations. I don't think it's necessary to go through all the legal technicalities, but really being deceptive, conflicts of interest, lack of disclosures, and then really uh, approaching, if not outright, basically saying there was some kind of fraudulent asset, uh, fraudulent activity. And and it mirrors, in some respects, the FTX law, lawsuit, where they basically said, okay, where's the money? You moved customer. They literally, they were basically saying, CZ and, SB, and Sam Beckman-free, you know- as a representative of the company. But basically, Binance and FTX are moving customer funds in ways that they shouldn't, right? It doesn't mean that they're stealing their money, but this is exactly why we have banking, securities laws, and other industries is because this kind of thing, commingling funds can become dangerous and that's how, you know, money can end up disappearing. So, and CZ, I think we would all admit also uh, in terms of distinguishing the two lawsuits, regardless of what you think of him, he's much more of like a pirate, right? He's got a lot more kind of baggage there. One of Coinbase's um, kind of defenses, I think what people have come to uh, defend Coinbase and the crypto community are basically saying is they're trying to do everything right. Like they've come to the SEC, they've come to the table and then you're still going to sue them and basically try to take, you know, uh, make them register security or, you know, bring this kind of very expensive and impactful lawsuit. I think we would all admit CZ, whether you think he's a hero or not, is much more on the, on the edge, that, that sandbag and feed level, that kind of uh, pushing the boundaries of of what's legal, maybe even kind of paragon of what what we want crypto to be, like not regulated, international, uh, you know, undoxed, that kind of thing. But regardless, I, I would distinguish there and I would see, you know, when I'm thinking about what the SEC has going on in their mind, I see these very differently and I'm much more sympathetic to Coinbase than I am to uh, Binance.
0: So, you know what, let's let's go into it because, you know, we said it a bit earlier. Um, I have it written here. So many are saying that Gary Gensler, right, the SEC chairman, is against crypto. He is the enemy of crypto. What do you say, Jesse?
1: So Gary Gensler um, is an extremely, you know, objectively an extremely accomplished person. Works at Goldman Sachs for a number of years, was one of the youngest people to work in their international you know, trade divisions. Um, he worked that's at CFTC um, and he's taught a, a class at MIT on, on blockchain. And I think he's extremely knowledgeable um, about the blockchain and of course, extremely knowledgeable about financial markets. So if you were kind of going to create, you're the perfect person to regulate Crypto, you might say, this is the guy, right? He, he knows markets better than anybody. He knows crypto as well as anybody in terms of the technicals. I know there's been issues he doesn't own crypto. So I do think there's there's some legitimate criticism about, does he really understand, you know, what this tele- technology is capable of, how people are using it, and I respect that. But just on the, you know, electing a bureau. Paperwork. Yeah, you know, know- th- in terms of the credentials and, and his his resume, you know, it looks like he's the perfect candidate.
0: We've heard it all week. We're hearing people calling out Gary Gensler as the enemy of crypto. What would you say to those people?
1: Gary Gensler, first of all, the reason I mentioned his background is a lot of times we say, oh, this person's an idiot. He doesn't understand crypto. This is not someone who thinks like the internet's made of tubes or that crypto is just like some stupid, you know, scammy thing just for, you know, Silk Road. Like he... He knows the technology. You might not agree with his position on it, but he's very well educated as opposed to like a lot of these legislators who are really, um, you know, I think probably don't really understand the technology. He, he very much understands the technology. And he's in a position where his job is, he's basically, you know, a bureaucrat. His his job is to basically protect investors, uh, protect retail investors in particular from financial uh, investments that you know, could be, you know, dangerous or um, could lead to bad consequences. So, you know, I guess the, the question I would ask to the people who think he's the enemy of crypto is, you know, what 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 do you think he should be doing? Should he just be doing nothing? Because we know that there's a lot of potential here, but we also know there's a lot of scams. You know, you and I obviously have been around the FD. The word rug pull is used almost like comically when it's like, basically, for you're being defrauded out of money. In some cases, when we're talking about rug pull, you know, if someone just pulls their discord and leaves, you basically, that's criminal fraud, and we just kind of laugh it off. So, I mean, the question I would ask them is, what exactly do you expect someone in this position to do um, when you have a CZ, you have an SBF, and you have a lot of kind of shady stuff? Um, You know, it doesn't seem like, I don't, you know, there hasn't been hundreds in lawsuits. It's not like cool cats and... Moonbirds are all being sued because they didn't register their nfts you know we're two years into this i think since the boom really you know the let's call it you know the board ape kind of release i would call like nfts are semi-mainstream and crypto semi-mainstream we hear about bitcoin all the time and ETH, and i think they've been relatively cautious um and the only other thing i would say is that it's really not his decision to make make the law we do I the, the thing that I am sympathetic to is that we hear about this howie test it. we hear about the SEC and I don't think it's you know regulating crypto uh whether it's nfts or ethereum or Seoul is the same thing as regulating a fortune 500 company or even you know real estate that has been securitized and is being sold to you know grandma's it's it's very different I don't think it's a good way to you write know, I don't think it's a good You know, uh, the ideal way to, um, you know, view or regulate or, you know, the the exact kind of um, legal laws that we should be using to regulate crypto. But that's all we have right now. Um, And so that's a bit of a problem. And I analogize it kind of to like the Internet. When we first had the Internet before there was the Digital Millennium Copyright Act and a bunch of these really transformative laws, everybody was like, you know, what do you do if someone posts your copies your book and puts it on the internet. Can you sue Yahoo? Do you sue the provider? Can you see? And we kind of sorted that out. Some people like the DMCA. Some people don't. There's takedowns and it's messy, but we kind of realized we needed a whole new framework to look at it. And we just don't have that in crypto.
0: So that was my next question. You don't seem surprised though that this has happened. I think, you know, what, what we're seeing right now within the crypto community is that everyone seems to be shocked. Oh my God, the SEC came after Binance. The SEC came after Coinbase. But you don't seem shocked.
1: Well, a couple things. One, the, for example, Binance was already regulated by the CFTC. There was already a lawsuit by the CFTC that they, this is again, not not super fraudulent, but that basically they were listing unregistered securities. Again, you know, they're not crossing their T's and dotting their I's properly according to the US government. Um, and then Coinbase received this thing called a, a Wells letter a few months ago. Same thing. It's, it's basically telling you we're 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 recommending a lawsuit against you but we'll give you time like come tell us what you want to do and i think it's worth talking about um how coinbase has felt like they've been they they've been rug pulled. they had the rug rug pulled out from under them trying to be compliant um and 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 they're still not treated with any you know seeming good faith by the u.s government
0: and Uh, i was gonna say too jesse for those who don't understand is that Coinbase has been repeatedly asking, uh, you know, the sec and, and us government to clarify, right. What the regulations are. And, you know, it seems that still today, we still don't have a clear answer as to what is considered a security.
1: Yes. And I think again, skipping over, I mean, or maybe, maybe to, to uh, to distinguish the two again, and then we'll, we'll kind of, uh, wrap up on, on Binance and then go to Coinbase. Um, you know, I mentioned how they're, it's like, I think it's, I consider it a very different case. There's there's much more serious allegations. Um, and I think even crypto people would say, you know, in terms of the commingling of funds, at least potentially um, concerning issues. And so what we recently found out, I think yesterday is that um, not only are the charges are different, but the, um, the SEC is trying to freeze their assets. They're basically saying, you know, for anybody uh, that was a US-based customer, segregate those, you know, basically get your, get your, ducks in a row, segregate, uh, either know, uncoming all those funds or make sure all the people with U.S.-based assets uh, are back under Binance U.S., which is their, you know, their national company. Um, and so they're, they're not doing anything like that with um, Coinbase. Coinbase. Yeah. Um, also, Coinbase doesn't have their own uh, tokens and Binance does. I
0: was going to ask, Jesse, are you surprised to see that Binance reaction to the SEC is, hey, we're going to suspend all U.S. funds?
1: Uh, it's hard to say, you know, it feels kind of like an episode of succession where you don't know, you know, is it, are they, maybe they're freaked out and they're basically saying, yeah, let's, let's do what the U.S. government uh, you know, does. We, no one wants to go to jail. No one wants a giant fine. Uh, maybe CZ, you know, who knows who's pulling the strings. is like, yeah, we want to do whatever we can right now and then we'll figure it out later. And also, they get to show the one thing for CZ is, and I think he's tweeted this. He basically says everybody's going to see how solvent we are. So for him, he might be like, "Yeah, listen, we're not commingling. mingling We're going to show the U.S. government we have all all the all the money of our customers." And so there could be a potential PR angle.
0: To be continued. We yeah, will exactly. see what happens. So, yeah. It was, uh,
1: so I wouldn't sound surprised, but I will. I will acknowledge it's it's that def- that is a very big deal because when the crypto people are talking about regulations, and I'm calling it just you, all you have to do is fill out paperwork. Well, these are the kinds of things that, okay, if you don't fill out paperwork right and you have to do all these things, they are. it makes it much harder for new entrants to come in. It's just, I think that's a reality, right? The more yeah. regulations you have, the more paperwork you have to fill out. Um, you create barriers to entry. That, stals, uh, you know, that stalls innovation. Everybody's going to leave the United States and then all these great businesses, all the Yahoos, all the Facebooks, all the Googles, something you need to do to comply with our laws as opposed to you might be doing something fraudulent or really, really serious that could damage your customers. And so maybe that's how we can now swing to Coinbase.
0: Let's talk about Coinbase because, you know, we've been seeing Brian Armstrong. I'm very fascinated by him because what I always like to say is we need to start seeing people representing companies and brands, especially in crypto. We need to have a face, right? Um, Especially when we talk about NFTs and whatnot. Um, Brian Armstrong has been doing, I think, a great job of showing up, presenting himself. And, you know, earlier this week, we saw Coinbase come out with some sort of ad, I guess, and they said, you know, the numbers do not lie. They're saying openly, our books are in check. So, you know, what's what, what's happening here with Coinbase? So, yeah, like anything- I said, they're, they're, yeah.
1: I think they view this very different, and I am much more, even as someone who thinks Gary Gensler and the SEC are, you know, pretty much doing their job in good faith, I am much more sympathetic to Coinbase and the crypto people here for the the exact Reason, reasons, reasons you've mentioned, like right? whether or not Sol is a security or Tether or ETH, whatever it is, um, Coinbase has um, their U.S. based company. Uh, they IPO'd in the U.S., meaning they basically did the thing where you go from a private company to be on a public company. That has to go through the U.S. government, so they basically they basically said, and and Brian Armstrong, as you mentioned, is a is a very good articulate kind of voice for his company in the community. Has basically said that was basically a tacit approval of our business. Like what, you know, you, I, you let our IPO go. Um, and now you're asking us to, you know, essentially kind of take part of our business down. I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I buy that, but, um, on top of the IPO, um, they have gone, they say basically the C the SEC has asked them to provide, uh, their views on what a registered path for Coinbase could look, would look like. Because they basically say there's no existing way for us to register. They basically say it's not, it's really, there's no legal way to do it. Of course, they could do the, uh, you know, the way stocks do it, but they, they don't think that works. Um, and they've developed and proposed a bunch of models. They've spent millions of dollars in legal fees. They've had over 30 meetings with them. They've given access to documents. They've given access to their employees. Um, and they're basically saying, we, we're, we've done, we, we've been as much of a good faith actor as anybody in the crypto community Uh you know why serve the Wells notice? Why why bring a lawsuit when you can do? We can just kind of sort this out, and that is where um, you know I, I I think they've made a good case. Uh, they in terms of their public relations, their communications, but also I just think on the substance, they've made a pretty compelling case that um, if we're going to be at all open as a, as the United States government, SEC, whoever it is, um, to crypto. Then let's you know work with one of the bigger companies, one of the better actors, and figure out a new framework. And that's where it doesn't seem like um, Gary Gensler or any of the other top regulators are really interested in creating a new rule. And it's it's hard. It's hard for everybody. We don't. It's an entirely new way of looking at how to regulate a market. It's you know it's not filling out these easy forms. It could be. Um, setting other different standards or putting in some kind of technical protocols, which again, the U S government is not very good. I don't think we want anybody in the U S government telling, you know, telling, telling the crypto people technically what to do, because they'll, you know, they'll, they're certainly not capable to do that. Um, And so we've reached an interesting point here where, um, you know, I think uh, both legally in the courts and also in the court of public relations, Um, the U S government and, um, Coinbase have kind of set up a very nice, uh, little public trial here, which, which hopefully leads to something positive in the way of either, um, a new rule or, um, something else that, that, uh, people in NFTs and crypto can look at as a, as a new guideline for, you know, how to, how to comply with U S laws.
0: What are we hoping for out of this entire situation, whether it is Binance or Coinbase, what are we hoping for?
1: Uh we it depends, I guess, how you define we. But <laughs> I guess it's- you,
0: I guess maybe the crypto community or even I I you know, dare I say, even those who who continue believing yeah. Or that crypto is a scam, right? Those who don't want to get in because they're nervous of what they're hearing and seeing. You know, what are we hoping for out of this entire situation?
1: Right. I mean, yeah, that's probably the good audience. Maybe you, me, people that are crypto, very much interested in crypto, maybe even active in trading, which I have been under, you know, feel like we understand the technology and see some of the potential of it. I think what we would like to see or maybe what we don't want to see, I think, is just like a sort of settlement out of court. Here you get a fine and then you register or don't register, or uh, something like that. I think what we would like to see, at least on the Coinbase side, is it either go to a court and the court rules, okay, these particular coins that you listed as securities are not actually securities, or two of them are securities for this reason, because uh, you know they're sufficiently decentralized. You know, Sol is much different than ETH, right? It has like a set of, basically a set of board of directors, essentially, right? That can control the network. That's why they're the core crypto people really are not big fans of Seoul. So maybe they say some of these are clearly security, some are not. And the court says, and this is the test. And they literally, they write an opinion and that's law. Right? So no, basically,
0: finally answering that question, what is the security? That would be one
1: case, right? That doesn't apply forever. The court, a higher court that could go to the Supreme Court, they could change it. Another court could say, we totally disagree. We get at least an opinion that says, okay, and hopefully from an educated judge that really breaks it down. This is why it is because of this blockchain reason, and we, you know, we have experts that said this, this, and this. And Sol is not a security because of X, and 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 Coin is because of Y. And we have at least something to go to. Uh, I think an even better result would be a sort of negotiated resolution where the government and they put in writing, uh, you know, stipulate or create a new proposed rule. As long as you do X, Y, and Z, we, we're going to ask you to put these extra risk factors into your your registration forms. Or we'll give you a limited registration uh, or give you an exemption that that's one of the big things that that the sec has said is that if you want to you don't have to apply with super securities you can you can apply for an exemption anybody can do this for any reason um usually you're going to get denied but they've at least have have, have, have plausibly said to coinbase give us a written solution like you've you've given us ideas but like do the application say we want to be exempt from the sec for for this
0: I, i like this angle Here's where I know that a lot of the crypto community goes to in their minds when they see things like this happening is that crypto will be banned in the US, that crypto won't be, you know, that they're going to create these CBDCs. And then, you know, I'm in Canada, and then, you know, a lot of Canadians are thinking, well, whatever happens in the US, we will copy. I think the fear is that whatever happens here is a way for government to start banning cryptocurrency
1: i don't know banning is a it's a difficult word one because um first of all crypto can't be tech banned you can ba- you know you can make it really challenging to off rent, but that's what po- one of the things that's extremely interesting about this technology right is that for the most case it would be almost impossible i think we, we'd agree to completely ban crypto just as if you said you know we're gonna you know ban people from eating apples <laughs> yeah. or smoking, you know smoking marijuana like you try to do it but you know it um, you could put a law in place. But I but to take your um kind of hypothetical, I think we've passed the point of no return, right? There's been once the cat's out of the bag, it's kind of hard to put away. So it'd be hard for me to see a world in which um trading Ethereum was outlawed in the United States or couldn't be off ramped to US dollars. Um and so I think the the idea that the US will be banning outright in in some really extreme fashion is, is, is a pretty highly unlikely scenario, um, under any administration and under any real timeline. Um, but the, the idea that it could be so restrictive, it could be such a pain to do it here that not only, um, will businesses leave, but I think the thing that people sometimes forget is, um, even though it would only apply to the U S the U S is, can lean on you know the rest of the world it's, it's the number one or you know number two economic power as yeah. the u.s goes a lot of times you know if, if, if you, you know, as so goes the rest of, of the world right for Which,
0: sure
1: standard. yeah. um and that happens in the auto and i come from the auto industry so it come, a lot of times one country sets the standard every other country can make it up but good luck we, we buy you know we buy the most cars california has that has the most that, you know like strict emissions regulations and so the rest of the government the rest of the states just go like, all right, we're, you know we're just gonna follow because we can't not sell our cars in California right? We can't not do business in the United States. So it's it's a little bit uh, that's another interesting dynamic there. So I don't think outright banning is I could see a very, very um, strict regulatory environment that could create um, some fault lines between crypto companies and the United States for sure cbdc's is a whole other
0: that's a whole other topic yeah yeah I,
1: mean, I wouldn't I don't know this, are we banning crypto at that point or are we just making it a government
0: over the last few weeks a lot of Americans who are saying hey I'm actually considering moving to a country where we want crypto we appreciate crypto we validate crypto right so yeah. um do you think this is possible after what's going on with binance and coinbase do you think a, a lot of Americans are going to flee the country.
1: I don't, yeah, oh. I don't, I personally, I don't take that seriously. Um, I, I'm, I, am like I said, I'm open-minded to the idea that companies will, um, will leave. Uh, there certainly will be some hardcore, um, Bitcoiners that, that, yeah, this is for some people, this is very central to like their, not just their lifestyle, but their, you know, um,
0: their ethos. Yeah.
1: If you follow us politics, you know, that when, uh, Obama was president, people were like, you know, a lot of Republicans were like, you know, this is, this is, I can't live in this country. And then when Trump was president, people are like, I'm moving to Canada.
0: (laughs) Nobody did. Very very few examples of people actually acting on that. Do you believe that the SEC has power to potentially bring down Binance?
1: Uh, Binance, they probably do. I mean, it depends what you mean by bring down, but to certainly, uh, if not um, create like a mortal wound, certainly yeah, really do damage to the company's potential uh, to continue to operate, at least in the U.S. And like I said, when you're not in the U.S., you can still be, you know, a very successful company, but that's obviously, that, you know, you're taking out a big market. Um, I don't think this is the case, again, uh, because there's fraudulent actualizations, it, it is much more serious, but it still is um, in the realm of of being fined. Of uh, being told you can and cannot do certain things, of uh, being required to implement certain protocols uh, in your company that you might not want to do. But again, that's mostly going to um, apply to the United States. And it's going to be hard for them to. So uh, over US Binance, could they maybe issue a, re- a very you know close down US Binance? Potentially, they probably have the power to do that. Would that be a domino that takes down all of CZ and Binance's operations. I find that to be uh, pretty unlikely, at least, you know, knowing what I know now, of course, if it turns out that they've been doing stuff like FTX and the term, then they, you know, if they, if they have to um, account for all us deposits and they can't now, and that creates a cascading effect, I guess that's possible, but I wouldn't consider that the SEC taking them down. I would consider that they might, they might've had a, you know, um, there might have been a time coming uh, regardless.
0: It's crazy to me because, you know, when when the whole FTX debacle came out and people, you know, obviously were very mad and disappointed and felt betrayed by Sam Bankman-Fried, um, I'm wondering what will happen w- with CZ because he's been really loved as well in this community.
1: Yeah, it's gonna it's going to be very interesting. I think we know you know, where Brian Armstrong and Coinbase stand, right? They certainly, I think they want to be a U.S. company. They want to be a compliant U.S. company, but they also want to be the United States to be a more open regulatory environment for them. I'm sure they'd love it also if they were seen as the, the company that made it happen, right? If they could get, you know, maybe to an agreement where the SEC, you know, backs down. Um, so I think we know where they stand. Um, CZ is much, is, I, I, you know, much more fascinating figure. Again, that's, it's impossible to kind of sort it out, but it is very interesting because I don't recall, and I don't think there was as much backlash to the FTX kind of criminal investigate. You know, the the, the United States investigating FTX and then bringing criminal charges against Sam Bankman Freed, and one that was because I think it seemed kind of you know the legit. Yeah, he was yeah. Some some very you know shady stuff was uncovered already. And he also just was not, he had already kind of turned uh, his back on the, on the, I think the core crypto people think thought he already kind of turned his back on the crypto community. One, he had already invited certain regulations. He was paying both. He clearly was trying to do what we call regulatory capture, which is basically you invite the regulation, but you basically make the rules and that you're happy with so that new entrants, you know, it's harder for them. And Facebook has done that. I mean, I think they thought that's where he was going. He was basically like, "I'm fine with regulation as long as it benefits FTX." And the core, you know, the core crypto people are like, "No, that's not. You're either with us or again, you know, we're we're anti-government, anti-regulation to the core." Um, And he also had a much more. It became a little bit more complicated in terms of U.S. politics. He was a much more kind of um, liberal activist, and and in our country at least, The, the crypto community tends to lean a little bit more conservative you know i it's 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 more complicated than that so i think he was less friendly whereas like you said cz has been kind of the uh, the pirate you know fight the power um at all stands so i think people are more aligned with them um and, but that's also why i thought it was important to distinguish that case from coinbase even if you like cz you know there's the charging there we're much different than coinbase like if, if it true, proves out not true then people will you know be right to have stand, stood by CZ but um, even if you like his personality I think it was you know a little more understandable why the SEC would be targeting them a little more severely
0: who do you think Mr. Gensler is coming for next
1: oh that's a good one um <laughs> I think we're gonna uh I think we're go- we're gonna be in a quiet period actually
0: Hmm. This was his big splash, and now we're.
1: One of my criticisms of the crypto community is it tends to be a little too toward the conspiratorial than than not. Yeah. And the SEC has hundreds of incredibly intelligent people working on cases, and when their case is ready, they do it. But, you know, Nate Chastain of OpenSea was targeted for an an individualized sort of crime uh, that they you know did not attribute to to OpenSea. So maybe you know that would be interesting if we see uh, an NFT marketplace that kind of pushes the boundaries on one of these staking things. That's something I could see happen. Um, you know, I don't follow the technicals of the blurs of the world, but you know they keep introducing new products that are more like lending, right? It's or, or and and we see these people they get basically foreclosed, right, on their their NFT um, uh, or repoed. You know what I mean? It's like and I could see the SEC next doing one of those if they become popular enough again like any nfts are on the downside but if we come back to like a board eight where people are spending 10 to hundreds of thousands of dollars and then people losing money based on yeah. oh, I, I had no idea what i was getting into i thought I i you know i thought to get my money back so i don't have a good you know i don't have a splash hot take but
0: it's like I, I i don't know i don't know what the sec yeah. has store you know, for if I, if I
1: had if i had a, any any speculation but i do i really do think we might hit a real big this is this is a very big deal because right Soul is, is we're not talking about Pepe coin right Soul yeah. and these coins are are pretty pretty significant in terms of their market cap so um, unless unless there's something I don't know and, and and again a lot of times it's not a surprise what the SEC is doing right we had a Wells notice even before that we knew they were meeting with Coinbase these things don't come out of nowhere um, but if I had to do a hot take it would be like a Blur or one of these NFT. You know, protocols that, that, you know, goes a little too far in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, cryptic, you know, financial transaction.
0: Jesse, I have one last question for you. You know, uh, most of my audience here is pretty beginner. What would you say? I know you are a lawyer, so you can give us maybe some legal advice. But what would you tell someone who who is potentially entering or who bought some cryptos, you know, on one of these exchanges? What type of advice would you be giving them right now? Is it run or is it get informed or, you know, what what would you tell someone right now?
1: No, I de- you know, I definitely would not um, say run. I should also probably say I, I was never I'm not and I was never a securities lawyer. Um, but there is I but I wouldn't take the interview if I didn't feel like I was conversant in this topic. And of course, you, you kind of had to be. But I would I would recommend that people actually get a wallet. Um, or at least, you know, you know, learn how to purchase and sell crypto, even if it's, you know, starting out on Robinhood, which, you know, again, core crypto people are like, that's not really, you don't really own it. Um, but for me, for someone like me, who's really just looking on a return on investment, I'm not as concerned about self custody, but I would say, look at what you might want to invest in. look at what the major coins are. Try to learn about what the major coins are, what they do. You know, Bitcoin is kind of like gold. Ethereum is kind of like a digital computer. Learn as much as you can about that um learn what people mean by you know what are these shit coins like what are they where are they why are they going up so much like where can you buy them because then you learn oh i can't get those on Hood. and that alone is kind of like a tell okay what okay why not yeah yeah either why like that's not something to invest in or i need to be more educated before i do even if i even if i want to invest in these like moonshots let me understand what i'm doing like what is metamask what's cold storage and then i would recommend if people are interested uh, even mildly interested in this, and think it has potential to at least get some crypto onto Coinbase, or or you know from your bank account onto Coinbase. Create a wallet. Understand you know what that means. Um, that if you lose that twelve those twelve random words, your money's gone forever. And I would encourage people to do that on whatever number they're comfortable with. Uh, you know, learn what gas fees are, um, and and go from there. Because I think it's still really interesting. You know, the first time you you've probably done the same thing it's been so long but yeah the first time i bought an nft and i'm like where is it like i couldn't buy i didn't know what you know um i minted from a page and i was like where is it on OpenSea?" and i had to go to my yeah it's kind of okay and then you figure out okay but where really is it and so yeah i i i still would very much recommend that at least in terms of a a number that they're comfortable with again you can do a hundred dollars you put it on coinbase you get it to metamask maybe you got crypto maybe you don't now you're down to like 92 dollar. right you learn where the money's going. Um, but I would definitely encourage people to, one, look, poten- look, look at that as a potential investment. But if you are interested in investing it to actually learn how to get it onto your own personal wallet and what that means and why it's important. It's
0: interesting, Jesse, because you did not say run. You didn't say, don't do this right now. The market is is gray. Everything that's going on with Binance and Coinbase, you're still out here saying learn.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there is, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, of the crypto community. I'm pretty far to the extreme in thinking, yeah, that this should be much more traditionally regulated. I don't think self custody is as critical to the technology as other people do. Um, I think there's much more, uh, on the, on the, when you weigh the pros and cons, I think the cons need to be taken much more seriously. Um, and so, but, but that, but I still recognize like the, the potential of technology, you know, the, the magic that it is when you, you know, get airdrop something and it's like, it, it it's, it's so seamless. Uh, the fact that it's decentralized is, is its own kind of really, really kind of fascinating dynamic, right? Nobody, um, nobody can stop me right now from sending, you know, Bitcoin, daddy, there's no server or anything, right? The U.S. government really, I mean, you could shut off my power, but no one really can stop me. You might be able to stop me from getting it off my, to my bank account. Um, and those kinds of things are really interesting. I think we we realize, even if we don't know where the technology is going, um, at the very least, it's there's really kind of something uh, revolutionary, potentially revolutionary about about this as as the kind of uh, I guess you know new internet or the you know mm-hmm. the technological layer of, of of transactions we'll be doing for years and maybe decades.
0: Jesse, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I know that this was. Um, you know, what a moment in time. I feel like this will not be forgotten, at least not for us, those who are in this space. As always, I tell all my audience, you know, the juiciest conversations are happening up in my DMs. So you can come find me, come ask your questions. If you've got more questions for Jesse, please put them down here below. I would love to have Jesse come back, you know, in a future episode. So drop down your questions reach out to me up in the dms you can come find me on TikTok, on twitter on youtube on instagram on facebook on linkedin jesse i am everywhere you guys know the drill come find me at girl in the verse i will also invite you all because i did put it in my newsletter but if you do want to be a crypto advocate we've got a couple of petitions going around especially for those living in the us i will put all the links down below make sure that you are only clicking these links I'm gonna remind everyone again, I do not DM you. I will never ask you what you're trading. I will never tell you what to buy. Do your own homework, do your research. Stay safe out there and I will see you next time. Bye.